Hi, I'm Jean Godfrey-June, and this is Megan O'Neill. We're the beauty editors at Goop. And you're listening to Goop's newest podcast series, The Beauty Closet. We're going to talk about all things beauty. Clean, non-toxic beauty especially, but skincare, hair care, body care, self-care, and hopefully the way we think about beauty, both as individuals and in the wider culture. You could say that our guest today is pretty special. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> because today we talked to Gwyneth Paltrow. Even though we work with her all the time, it was really a different conversation. It was so cool. Yeah, it did. It was the best. I just remember when GP launched the big Goop podcast, she interviewed Oprah and she was like, oh my God, Oprah. Yeah. And she's kind of our Oprah, she's isn't totally she? totally our Oprah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll get to the whole thing in just a few seconds. First, let us tell you about the blow dryer we cannot stop talking about around the Goop offices. Everyone's obsessed with it. So I like people are, it's, yeah. it's great. <laughs> a big thank you to our friends at Dyson who are making this podcast possible. We've discovered some really incredible beauty secrets here at the Goop Clean Beauty Shop. And best in class in clean, non-toxic, super effective, and super luxurious skin, body, makeup, and hair products make all the difference. One of our recent favorites is the Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer. It's something of a miracle of high-tech engineering with bordering on miracle results. We love that it's the fastest drying with a super-powered digital motor, and that it measures airflow temperature over 40 times a second, so it protects your hair from extreme heat damage and preserves natural shine. They've done testing, and it boosts your shine by 132%, which is crazy, and decreases frizz by 61% compared to naturally dried hair. It's a full-on, as-if-you-went-to-the-salon blow-dry at home in record time and all different hair types can get the benefits. The Supersonic comes with magnetic attachments that work for curly hair, sensitive scalp, fine hair, kinky hair, you name it. And the brilliant Dyson engineers put the motor in the handle, so it's way easier to use than a regular blow dryer. To learn more about the Dyson Supersonic, go to dyson.com slash beautycloset. Hi again, Jean. Hey, Megan. Ready to share a chat with GP? Yes, I loved this so much. I thought GP said some really profound things. She's always so funny. I loved, I mean, we talked about her relationship to makeup. She's always, you know, she does those makeup-free selfies and it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the whole internet goes crazy. But she, you know, it's really how she feels. We talked about who she thinks is really glamorous. She had some really good answers there. Uh -huh. And um, I loved about her her perception of herself and what it means to be beautiful as she's getting older. She talked about getting an upgrade at 40, which I love. I just think that's the it's the, the smartest thing. I just yeah, I, I love that part too. And I also love what she talked about when we asked her when she feels the most beautiful and when Brad thinks she's the most beautiful. Ugh. So sweet. Yeah, so cute. And I loved the way she talks about, and she talks about this at work too, about how we'd all be a little better off if we cut ourselves and each other a little slack when it comes to the choices we make as women. Mm -hmm. And I would totally subscribe to her wedding diet, the whiskey and french fries. Ugh. If you're getting married again, <laughs> your, your wedding was so beautiful. You had the best bride outfit of all time. Ugh, thank you. On that note, let's turn it over to GP. When you were growing up, were you into beauty? Like as a kid? Or were you just... Not at all. 
I was no, I was a real tomboy. I still am, I think, in a lot of respects. But when I was in elementary school, I was mostly in Los Angeles. I did first and third grades in New York City, but for the most part, I was here in Santa Monica, and it was a very like beachy, mm. like Oshkosh overalls. Like you know, we had, there was this line of tie-dye clothes called Flash and Trash. It was like, that was like my early childhood. And then we got really into being preppy. So it was like Izod and dolphin shorts and that whole like John Hughes like look. And makeup really never played into it. I remember when I was graduating sixth grade and we were having like, it was the first time I experimented with eyeliner very lightly when you were graduating. Yeah, no, just from sixth grade. I know it sounds very yeah. dramatic. And like, was your mom like, you're forbidden to wear makeup or like it didn't even come up? I mean, it's interesting. I think she wasn't such a makeup person at home either. And so I'm trying to even remember. I must have taken an eyeliner from her when I first tried it. And I think there was definitely like, are you a little young to wear eyeliner when yeah. I was 11? And you were like, I'm going to do this. You've talked about watching her on stage. Was there anything about like the, the the glamour of being on stage and the sort of the the beauty aspect of it or not so much? I mean, I always sort of thought that the stage makeup was kind of the weird part and really mm-hmm. like the best part of it was just watching her be so incredibly powerful up there. She just was like so in her element but then I think as a child like I remember trying to put her lipstick on her you know backstage and stuff like that like I liked her as that sort of character you know like actress mom powerhouse and there are actually pictures of me when I'm really little she's in the makeup chair and I'm putting lipstick on her did she ever give you any like beauty tips no she is not a beauty I think I got my dispassionate (laughs) makeup routine from her. I mean, she really, like on a normal day, she didn't wear makeup either. You know, like my best friend's mother growing up, Dinah, she was, she's still my, my, her daughter's still my best friend. But I remember growing up with Dinah and Dinah was so glamorous and really, you know, had eyeliner and mascara and lipstick and she was really tall and thin and, you know, had these like fabulous high-waisted pants and big earrings. You know, she was like, to me, she was this, and short, dark brown hair. She was like this kind of this vision of like what I thought, oh, a glamorous woman. And, And I was sort of fascinated by her beauty routine. But my mom was like pretty chill. And so I was more like my mom, but I... I think I was always fascinated by a woman who really took the time to make yeah. a statement about how she looked and how she leveraged makeup, clothes, and hair to do that. Like, I just did not grow up in that. That was not like that in my house. My mom was very laid back. But do you, do you get glamorous for a date night out? Like, you're no makeup during the day at work. Sadly, for my husband, no. (laughs) Really, the only time I do it is if I have to go, like, be Gwyneth Paltrow on a red carpet or something like that. And then I have my hair and makeup done. I mean, sometimes I'll have a blowout because my hair gets really frizzy. Is this a blowout right now? This is a blowout. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I love your trick. You have your hair not just air dried. 
and then like do a little a little straightener over the top. A do is straightener right? on the bottom. It's it's called the kitchen. It's the kitchen. Here. No way. It is. Yeah. This part's called the kitchen. Yeah. That's what all my black friends say. This part. Yeah. But I don't know that Megan. term. So it's underneath. <laughs> Get with it. It's sort of so like you pull your hair up and the part underneath, yeah. like you're doing a Brigitte Bardot, and the part underneath, underneath is the kitchen. And that's what you do with. With the straight iron? That's just, that's the only part I do with the straight iron because that's the really frizzy part. And this part on top is more wavy. So that's like my main beauty trick for (laughs) for every day. No, but I love that. And and face oil. Face oil, so good. Do you remember first discovering it? Like, were you ever, I I remember being against it when somebody was like, wash your face with oil or put oil on your face. And then all of a sudden I like fell in love. I remember Christy Turlington years ago had some kind of Ayurvedic skincare line. It was like an oil. I remember that. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember her explaining it to me and saying, there's this myth that oil is bad for your skin. And that was the first time I was like, oh, interesting. And then I tried her product and then I kind of got into face oil from that. Yeah. You really, it makes you feel like you need less makeup if you wear makeup. Yeah. I think if you, you know, I'm a big like face washer Mm -hmm. and exfoliator. I feel like you're the champion exfoliator of all time. I think that might be true. (laughs) How did, did you always like, I just always like scrub. Mm -hmm. I remember going to those like in my twenties, the Korean spas in downtown LA and they would do your body and they do your face. Like they would take that mini, you know, thing and scrub. (laughs) And I just love that feeling of like getting scrubbed energetically and physically. Yeah, it is a detox feeling. That's for sure. I love what you say about getting an upgrade when oh, you're when you 40. Turn 40. Soon it enough. It's got a little while. <laughs> it makes me excited to turn 40. Yeah. It's, it's good. It I love good. turning 40. I mean, the lead up to 40 was, the anticipation was a little scary. But oh, then... Just wait for the 50. Really? <laughs> but then everybody says, you know, I saw Dionne von Furstenberg last night. Oh, and... The glamour. She, she talk about good, glamour. Yeah. And she said to me... You know, she always, like, just drops these wisdom bombs on you and then, like, goes and, you know, has her dinner or whatever. But (laughs) she was saying how the 50s are the most magical time. She felt so fabulous in herself and healthy and vibrant. And she said 50s are the best. Like, she really fell in love with herself. And her best relationship in her life is with herself. Oh, wow. I know. It was very cool. And she looks beautiful. That was a question we had for you is about, yeah. about like, yeah, who I think it's always amazing when you have someone who's a little older than you or a lot older than you that's, that says like, hey, it's not so bad. Actually, it's fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, I think also I grew up kind of being around these incredible women like at, you know, my parents' Christmas parties or whatever, there would be like Angelica Houston over here, you know, like these amazing, or these like Geraldine Page, this amazing Mm. stage actress that just was aging her way. And I I feel like my whole life I've had amazing role models for beauty and women just embracing who they are and not being horrified. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that doesn't mean that you can't, you know get a facelift or I don't think that the two are mutually exclusive. Like obviously think there are women who take that really to the extreme and who seem like, 
they're trying to be 25. But then there are some women who are like, hey, I'm 60, but I just want to look, you know, a little bit fresher. And totally. they're still, yeah, you know, fresh, but yourself. And fresh, I mean, that's, I, it happens at age 20. I've been watching Love Island. The, oh, my uh, God. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's an English reality <laughs> show. And it's like all like 19 year olds. And they genuinely like a bunch of them already look like much older women because they've had crazy yeah. work done and it, that's yeah. the where you're not trying to look like yourself the, it's a that's different really thing interesting to me too that now you can't tell if Something's... the 25 year old is 50 or if yeah yeah i'm like there's a specific <laughs> thing going on with that stuff do you feel the most beautiful now or when what at what age did you did you do you feel the most beautiful i don't know i mean it's hard because i feel like i've never felt like I've always felt so funny about my looks and like I How think so? I think that it's very rare to think that you're a beautiful person and so I feel like every other woman like I don't see that when I look in the mirror I think for me it's more internally feeling healthy you know as I go on in life and I feel more and more myself and less judgmental about myself and you know, my values become clearer to me. I can be in integrity all the time, which was much harder when you're a younger woman oh. and you're <laughs> trying to please and, you know, juggling all this stuff. And then it, I have, you know, this other added bizarre layer, which is I've been considered to be this woman, you know. Beautiful woman. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's sort of how I'm, I've been that's, considered, that's not, not by everyone, but... But it's a weird, it's a weird thing to be, I, I don't mean in a pejorative way objectified, yeah. but, you know, right, sort of yeah. like cast as something and put in a box. And then I think when you come to age, if, if you're, if you have this broad identity as that, like, what does it mean yeah. to, to get alter. wrinkles yeah. and yeah. like get closer to menopause uh -huh. and, and all these things? And it's like, what happens to your identity as a woman if you're not fuckable and yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what does happen? Well, you just, luckily what's happening at the same time in parallel is you, as I said, like you just start to like yourself. It's yeah. like Dion yeah. von Furstenberg was saying like, you're like, you make I'd friends. fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. <laughs> I think you get to a point where it's almost like you're sort of pulchritude is waning in a way and your inner beauty is like really coming out. And oh, so I love that. it's this funny shift that's happening. It's like you feel so good. You know who you are. Yeah. Hopefully you value the relationships in your life and your work and your contribution to the world. And when you're in your 40s, like that's the idea. But then you're like, wow, I have crow's feet. Damn. <laughs> Damn. True enough. Right? True like, enough. I was just with my girlfriends at a goop escape thing. Oh, yeah. At Blackberry. How was that? At, which was oh, amazing. Yeah, and good. I took a selfie and we were like laughing. And then I was like, wow, those crow's feet. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just sometimes you're like, is that me? Yeah, everyone's, uh, for some reason, mine have been bothering me lately. Oh, my uh, God. What can you do for that? Because Botox mm. looks crazy. I have friends who've. Botox, Botox under right here. There. There's I, Wait, it, I I have and it looks totally fine. I oh really? Done in a while. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and you don't have crow's feet. Yes, I have plenty of But nothing wrong with a crow's foot. For a particularly beautiful day, what did you want for your wedding day when you were oh. thinking about the beauty? Well, again, I just wanted to look like myself, but I definitely wanted make you know because like 
I think in pictures, if I have no makeup, like I can look really washed out. I'm very blonde. Like my eyelashes are blonde. My eyebrows are blonde. Yeah, but it's so beautiful. Like it is really pretty. But sometimes with, in yeah, photos. Yeah. And then to have like a dress, dress on, that's super you kind of need yeah, a little yeah. makeup. But I really yeah. didn't want it to look like a lot of makeup. So my old friend Gucci Westman did it. She's the greatest. And she's just, I think, good at like very minimal, minimal yeah, definitely. makeup. And so it didn't look... And her look, new line is so good. Her line is amazing. Oh. And she's so sweet. And she's a good old friend. Yeah. And I just had like some old friend. My old friend Orlando did my oh. hair. What did Orlando, he do my favorite. He or- just de... He did the kitchen. The- <laughs> he did the kitchen. <laughs> That's it. Orlando doesn't, has, doesn't wash his hair. Right. Yeah. Like he's ever. Hair. And he has yeah. the best, like, I know. Jesus hair yeah. ever. Yeah. He had been with, I mean, he'd been with me in all these, like, huge moments of my life. Like, he did my hair for the Oscars oh, and all really? these, oh. yeah, all these big things. And he was in New York, so he very sweetly got, came out to the beach and did it. Oh, so you felt good. beautiful. And I had an Anastasia facial that day. Nice. So she came from London. I had two in She's a row, amazing. all the lymphatic drainage and the, you know, like the yeah. face massage, like deep Got into in the there. jaw. And oh, it feels so good, and, a face massage. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. Energy. When does your husband think you look the most beautiful? Do you think or do you know? He loves it when my hair's frizzy and I have freckles and no makeup. And he just likes That's, me super, oh. super natural. That's great. Like the other night I went to the Avengers premiere and I met him at a birthday and, you know, I was really dolled up and everything. Looks so good. He's like, you look beautiful, but I really, really prefer you the other way. <laughs> well, that's, that's the, the dream, best. right? It was very sweet. That is the very best. Oh, I know. He's cute. And do your, are, are either of your kids into clean beauty at all or are they just like... I mean, they're so you know. funny. My son... I mean, he's not big into products, but mm. he has, you know, shampoo yeah. and, you know, he takes goop baths at night. He oh, loves he does? Them. Oh, yeah. He does? Oh, yeah. And he, he'll always be like, is this clean? Uh, oh, whoa, my God. That's uh-huh. so good. At like 12? These 13. 13? He just turned 13. Wow. That's Apple, great. on the other hand, like she, makeup, she just does her own. I mean, and her she's really into makeup and she's amazing at doing it. But body stuff wise, she's into clean products as well. Oh, amazing. Cool. Yeah. But but makeup, she's sort of whatever they buy at Sephora. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get right back to GP. You know when you're so busy, it's like your brain is going to explode. Part of the reason I'm so into the Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer is because it streamlines my routine and leaves my hair looking awesome. It uses high-tech air multiplier technology and the fastest digital motor, so it dries your hair super fast. And it's engineered with an intelligent heat control feature that helps prevent extreme heat damage. In fact, it helps boost smoothness by 75% and shine by up to 132%. And it decreases frizz by up to 61% compared to naturally dried hair. So good. I love the natural texture in my hair. My curls are a bit coarse, kinky, and floaty but the Dyson Supersonic hairdryer takes that texture to the next level. My secret is the diffuser attachment. In practically no time, Dyson's engineered all kinds of tech into the dryer, so it's the fastest drying. My curls are defined, shiny, smooth, luxurious, and still the perfect amount floaty. Oh, and a lot less frizzy. There are different attachments that attach using ingenious magnetic technology for different styling preferences. 
My friends with straighter textures swear by the smoothing nozzle for shine, the styling concentrator for volume, and people with fine hair love the new gentle air attachment, which is also the one to use if you have a sensitive scalp. The wide tooth comb attachment is a miracle that helps shape your hair, and whenever I want to switch up my look and blow out my hair straight, it works wonders. Dyson's also engineered it so the dryer's easy to use. The motor is brilliantly inside the handle, so it's really designed for balance. The ease factor is a big thing for me. It just completely rules. To learn more about the Supersonic, go to Dyson.com slash beauty closet. Okay, let's get back to our chat with GP. How did you get interested in clean beauty in the first place? What what drew you to specifically non-toxic and that even the awareness that there were toxins in products? It, it's been a very long evolution. You know, it first started with me really with food and sprayed food. When my dad was diagnosed with cancer in like 98, 97 maybe, is when I first started to put together the idea that environmental toxins had could possibly have an adverse impact on our health. And I was doing a lot of reading about it. And that's when I also came to understand how many chemicals are in our world that are untested. We don't know if they're carcinogenic or not. Yeah, we don't know the dose. We don't know. (laughs) We know very little about it, actually. And then so I started to get very clean around food, you know, trying to eat organic. But I, I was very... I just, I, it didn't occur to me to, for a long time, I never made the connection between beauty, like what we, what I was ingesting and what I was applying. And it never occurred to me that things were transdermally absorbable until I had my daughter. And I remember she was probably like four months and I had taken a a long massage course, a baby massage course so that when I, uh, when I was pregnant, you know, and so I could... Massage a baby. baby. (laughs) And I remember being given this beautiful basket from this French, like, fancy baby line. And there was this cream. And I was rubbing her with the cream, and it was so fragrant. And I was like, what is in this? Like, what am I putting on my baby? And that was the first moment that I had that thought. And then I read an ingredients panel and then I started to Google things. And then I got obsessed with clean baby stuff. And, but I still somehow wasn't making the connection. Yeah. And then I was a real victim of greenwashing for a long time. Like I, I had no idea. Like if something said natural, I assumed it was completely good for you and non-toxic. There's a leaf on the Right, on the if package. I saw the leaf, I was like, great, <laughs> good. this is fine. Eco. And then it wasn't really until Blair Lawson came to work at Goop, who was with us for four years, that she really, and she came in as the head of beauty, and she said to me, you know, do you realize that some of these things we're selling aren't clean? And I had no idea. And then that's when we, that's when we started really putting together the clean beauty platform, and my education went up a whole other level. And I remember I would you know, texting her pictures of, you know, because my daughter, we had just moved to LA recently and my daughter had discovered a brand, like a mall brand that uh-huh. she was really into. <laughs> and I remember like, that I thought was like pretty clean. And I remember taking a picture of like the bath bomb ingredient yeah. and sending it to Blair and Blair was like, get that out of your car. Like, don't even breathe that <laughs> thing. It's like actually a bomb. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's still a continuing education to this day. And I yeah. think, you know, we also don't know. There's so much we don't know. But I think what's fascinating is that it's really clear that the consumer, if if it's not going to be regulated for us, the consumer wants to be able to make that choice and to make and to buy products that are definitely not harmful. Right. Where's the luxury in I'm going to spend all this money for this fabulous cream and potentially endanger my health yeah. because. Right. And I didn't realize that some of the fanciest, most expensive anti-aging creams had antifreeze in them and yeah. things that you would never, ever, ever want to put on, on your body. Yeah. Um, and then I learned, you know, like over 60% of what you put on is absorbed. absorbed. And I just thought, this is crazy. Like, why isn't there more transparency here? And so, I, you know, I'm actually really proud of what we've done at Goop and to be able to establish that platform. And, you know, now I hear people say, I know if it's on Goop, then it's clean. And by the way, make whatever choice you want to make. Right. I have no judgment. Yeah. I just want to have the tools and transparency to make the choices that align with my particular values. Yeah. And for for someone going clean who wants to make the shift to clean on toxic beauty, what category would you suggest starting with? I always say to people, well, look at the, what has the most real estate, which is your skin from, you know, at, so to if, toe. well, it's really like people use body things neck down mm -hmm. and there's so much real estate. So if you're putting, rubbing a cream, like a body cream from head to toe or a tanner from head to toe or a body oil from head to toe, like that's a lot of surface area. Yeah. Wait, how curly is your hair? Oh my God. So curly. I'll, you know what I'm, I'll do? is I'll let it dry and then I'll send you a picture. You won't believe it. It's okay. crazy town under here. Really? You talked about having diff very difficult times after having a baby. And for so many women, that's such a, it's a great time and it's a really difficult time. And not all of it at all, but part of it is 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 not feeling your old self. Were there any things that you did to, to sort of beauty-wise or self Self-care is such, <laughs> such an overused word, but it's true, you know, wellness-wise to sort of get yourself back to yeah. what you Yeah, I mean, I just, I remember I started doing yoga again as soon as I was cleared to do that, and that was a really important part of it. With my daughter, it was easier because I didn't, you know, with my son, I had some postpartum depression, and so that, it made everything sort of seem a lot tougher and... Yeah. It sort of took me longer to lose the weight. I was starving when I was pregnant with him. <laughs> really? Yeah, starving. So I'd gained a lot more weight than I had with her. And it's so it's such a shame that we're so hard on ourselves when we have mm. babies. And, you know, I remember somebody saying to me, I was like, oh, I feel so fat. I couldn't get into any of my clothes. And yeah. someone said to me, you know, you it took nine months for you to grow the baby and have the baby. Like right. it's going to take nine months for you to get back Body, to your, yeah. and it was and a self. really interesting moment for me where I realized that's why are we so obsessed with, you know, it's like, I think one of the downsides of modern Western culture is that we hold ourselves to these ridiculous standards all the time, including when we just have a baby. I mean, it's yeah. really nuts that we expect to, bounce back and lose 40 pounds and it is nuts. 
you know, sometimes you see women, you know, on social media, it's like, yeah, they're like, look, I just had a baby. I'm like, wait, what? what?" I think we all just have to be much easier on ourselves and much easier on each other and not judge other women for how they're choosing to mother or do anything, whether they're breastfeeding or not, or losing weight or not, or diet. It's just like, it's very hard as it is. And I think, I think we all could, you know, benefit a lot from just being a little yeah. kinder to ourselves mm-hmm. and to each other. You don't have kids yet. No, not yet. But <laughs> I better get moving to get moving. Do you want to get moving? <laughs> I do. Yeah, but you know, it's like it's a big deal. Yes. Everything will it change. It is a big deal. I know, will but it's the best. <laughs> it's so worth it. it I'm really excited. Is. How how do you want to make Goop more diverse from a visual standpoint? Do you think we challenge the standard of beauty? All those things. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we. We're actually very, pretty visually diverse for an e-commerce site. I mean, we really love models of color, and we have women of color all over the site. I think we could do, you know, we were talking about this the other day, but there are definitely beauty stories that I think we could serve women of color better with. And, and I think it's always, you know, it's funny. It's like I got asked this question the other day at stand up because we're actually internally a very diverse company. Very, right. Yeah. And I think people have this image that we're like a bunch <laughs> of white girls. Yeah, we're all these girls going and, around. And we're really <laughs> and we're really not. Like it's it's actually we're actually very diverse and and somebody was saying like we should talk about that more. But I think to be able to be a place where everybody can come and feel represented or you know that our content is resonating. And I think for us, what I really have always felt like our goop person, it doesn't matter what age you are, what race you are, like that person finds us and we resonate. I think we, yeah. we, we, we've talked about doing content around like specifically black girl hair, like, uh-huh. a, and a lot of my friends too, or like, I need good, you know, black girl hair content. Mm -hmm. Can you guys please, like, what is the clean? And that amazing article. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you wrote that great article for the magazine. It was a great piece. Now on the site. Thank you. I always think, like, what are the things that are the most resonant for everybody? But sometimes people need really specific things just for their demographic. So I think we're looking at doing that more. I always wonder about your, you've had so many alternative wellness, <laughs> fabulous, you know, treatments in the world. Some and not so fabulous. Some not so fabulous. There's bee stings. There's everything. Were there some, a lot of them are, are for health and for, were there, were there any that have had sort of beauty results that you weren't expecting? I mean, to be honest, I think the thing that one can do that is the most impactful on the countenance as it were <laughs> most impactful on countenance i'm so stealing that right. <laughs> is food like so mm, if you yeah. like whenever i cut out alcohol caffeine dairy sugar gluten for a week everyone's like did you get botox or really <laughs> yeah. like you know, just a week and just you see one a week i immediately see by the end of seven days i can completely see a change in my skin wow yeah did you do that before your wedding 
sadly, no. I was too stressed. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like, there's a lot going on. I know. And that goop. I know. (laughs) And we were in like a really intense work time. And then I was like going to get get married. married. And no, I was really, I was like French fries and whiskey, like right up into the day. (laughs) It wasn't good. (laughs) The French fries and whiskey diet. It's got to have some benefits. It's the new goop way. Okay. Yeah. It's very <laughs> glad. I have a question about it from your perspective as a parent or having been parented. How how important is a parent in a child's sense of themselves as being beautiful? I think it's critical. I mean, I think especially you know, I think it's critical, but I think also, unfortunately, in this day and age, because of social media, I mean, my kids are yeah. sort of the first generation growing up completely yeah. as social On. media has already been established yeah. like, for their entire lives. God. And so there's this sense of like, I need external reinforcement or opinion yeah. or, about how I look. And it's terrible. And they all, they, they all have some degree of anxiety and and they're focused on, they're focused on the, I mean, the definitely the yeah. girls are. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely the girls are. They're focused on the external. They're focused yeah. on how people are perceiving them. That is hard. It's terribly hard. It's mm-hmm. terribly hard. I don't think it's healthy at all. I mean, yeah. the weird thing is that it's always kind of been there in terms of, oh, you know, I grew up with whatever TV show or Vogue magazine, you know, like I that. aspire to this, but now it's just inescapable. Yeah. It's like the, it's 24 seven, they're being bombarded with what they're supposed to look like, dress like, weigh. I think it's traumatizing, doing? honestly, I really do. So I, I I, do the best I can at home, be like, you're a fantastic human being. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what else can you do? And it's a balance like with, ex- Talking about their external, you can't ignore their external, but also talking about your brain, who they really too. are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is there anyone in your life who will who will tell you how it is, like it is? You know, someone who will be like, "No, you don't look good today." Oh my! You God. know, like yes, who, my can daughter. Be honest, your daughter. <laughs> <is> okay. Brutally <laughs> honest with me. Like, should be like, that outfit's terrible, or like, you look exhausted, or <laughs> you food in your teeth, like. She is so, thank God for her. You know, she's so honest with me. Also, you know, I was talking about this the other day. My best friends have, I've been friends with for ever. And so my kind of role in the world, as it were, does not play into our dynamic at all. You know, so it's very, very, it's like we have the same dynamic as being 15 and totally honest with each other and loving but I think we all need that, like we, especially me, you know, it's like, this is why I always say fame is the worst thing in the world, because a lot of people who become famous lose those voices in their lives that are like, stop, or yeah, don't yeah, do like that, a, or don't right, talk like that, other. or don't wear that, whatever it is, you know, and then they don't have friction points, right. and then they become, it's just, you you become less of a, a, a good version of yourself, really. Mm. Yeah, I think it's kind of dangerous to be famous. So I, I thank God that I have. I mean, honestly, my kids are. <laughs> They'll tell you. They just tell. They tell me everything. They're so honest. It's fantastic. So good. They will do it. Yeah, that's what you can look forward to, Megan. Uh-huh. Yeah. My They'll kids tell telling me I look hideous. They'll tell yeah, you. Tell you bad breath. And- <laughs> Your Isabel Morant <laughs> boots look like a sorting hat. Oh, you get that. <laughs> 
excited. That's hilarious. <laughs> they oh were like, God. no, mama, no. Thank you for having me on the beauty closet. Thanks so much for joining us for the first ever episode of Goop's The Beauty Closet. We had so much fun chatting with GP, and we hope you enjoyed the conversation too. Yeah, what she said about getting older, it really made me excited to get older, actually. And she was kind of into me starting to have kids, like getting it going, wasn't she? You got to get it going. (laughs) (laughs) And I totally agree with her about the getting older. It's one of the things that makes me the proudest about working at Goop, not to sound cheesy. I think she's really moving the culture forward in terms of reshaping the way we think about aging, how it can actually be beautiful and fun, and it's not this terrible thing that's going to happen to you. Yeah, I, I really loved what she said about diversity, too, at Goop, how everyone thinks we're this office full of white girls with blue eyes, and that's not the case, actually. And it's clearly really important to her on a personal level. It's a broad issue on both the company level and what we represent on the site, and she's been totally gunning for us to be more diverse. Like showing more gorgeous women of color in our beauty pages, for instance, or in our fashion shoots, and showing older women, heavier women, just women. Yeah. So on the site, I do a column called Megan Tries It, and you do one called Ask Jean, and we get a whole bunch of beauty questions. And we're going to answer them all right now, right here, today, right? (laughs) (laughs) So should we get into today's Ask Me Anything or Ask Us Anything? Yes. And if anyone listening has a question they want us to answer over here, just send it over to Goop on Instagram or Facebook. It could be about self-tanner, crow's feet, dry shampoo, parabens, our favorite bath soak, non-toxic lube. Or anything else. Now, to today's question. This one's from Amina. She's asking, I always look tired, especially after a hangover. How do I look instantly more awake? Instantly more awake. Amina, I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like even without a hangover, I need this advice. I think it was Helen Gurley Brown used to, right before a a party, she would splash her face with ice cold water a hundred times. A hundred. I think maybe we should do the Wim Hof get in the shower with the super ice cold water. Really wake you up. That'll wake you up. And (laughs) and it'll wake your skin up. I mean, it gets your circulation going. So I I do think like some cold water does actually make a big difference. And you could just blast your face with it in the shower. You're going to wake up a little. And just cold anything. Like like mm. even a like a rose quartz roller like I kind of oh. love that it feels so good. Remember we were remember we were we were like we got in to L A we were flying uh-huh. to the Goop offices and we, we got were, there like ten a.m. Yeah, we woke 10, up at four. It was so horrible. <laughs> Middle of seat. and we were so exhausted. We were going to that big meeting uh-huh. and we got out the meeting. roller. Yeah, in the ta- taxi and it did make me feel better. It really and, does. Yeah, we were. It works. And it, right. it, the puffiness goes. It's good. It's good. I also think for just like waking up your skin, like if you want to go further, then cool. I think vitamin C, um, you know, a serum or I love a powder mixed with water. That's what I put on every morning. Like I I don't wash my face. I just just put a little cool water with some true botanicals, vitamin C, and splash it on my face. And then you wait a couple minutes and you put on moisturizer. I I love to put on a face oil. I like goop face oil. Yeah. Or I love, if I'm really needing like a thicker moisturizer, Walita Skin Food. Amazing. And 
that, you know, you don't think of moisturizer as something that's going to like wake up your face, but it does. It, it does. fills in all the, the circles and then you could go back over it with the roller if you're really feeling the other roller. Oh my God. The, um, the, the Jillian Dempsey. Oh yeah. We have this incredible, Jillian Dempsey is a famous, famous makeup artist married to Patrick Dempsey. Oh. And she made this vibrating gold T-bar roller and it lifts your face. Like it really does. It, it works. It doesn't work all day. It's for like it works for most of the day, and then if you were going to go out at night and you were like, oh my God, I'm looking tired again, you would do it again. Totally. But and you, it's instant. It's it's, it's, like, it's like a, you know, and it's temporary. It's yeah. not like, you know, you get a... <laughs> no, that is a good one, yeah. But it is, it's pretty amazing. And and that, if I were feeling tired, I would get that vibrating gold tea roller. Yeah. And get right on it. And and also, another thing I do is just a face mist, like the Jasmine Garden one from May <gasps> Lindstrom. It just smells so insane, and that wakes you up, but it's just like this beautiful spritz that adds like a burst to your skin okay I have, I have one more oh my God. <laughs> two more no i have two more if Let's you're hear. if you're like i'm chronically looking tired and you happen to be a pale person self-tanner is going to make a huge difference oh. it, people are always like oh did you go on vacation you look so relaxed that's a good cheat and then the other one i learned from from dick page he's a famous makeup artist and just incredible with color and if you're you know looking if you've got a hangover and you're looking like hell Take a lipstick or a, or a lip and cheek color, dab a little on your lips, get your lips looking nice, and then take just a little of that exact same color and dab it right at the apples of your cheeks. And you can kind of blend it in. I love to do it. I Kosas Rose Water is my like kind of go-to color. But that like literally yeah, wakes up color. your face. Yeah. Little color is like, oh, I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not hungover. <laughs> we all want to be alive. So thank you, Amina. Thanks, Amina. Thanks again for joining us on The Beauty Closet. You can learn more about our new podcast series at goop.com slash beautyclosetpodcast. We hope you'll come back next Wednesday for our next chat. And in the meantime, just tap subscribe to keep up with new episodes. If you're liking what you're hearing, please rate and review the podcast and share it with a friend. Talk soon.